0: Welcome to FFC Top 3, a show where we, your FFC hosts, count things down from number 3 all the way down to number 1. Thank you for joining us this week. If you have a suggestion, please shoot us a little note, message, Twitter, email. You know all the different places to find us. Shoot us a message of your top 3. Actually, somebody suggested something on top 3 this week on Twitter. And I cannot remember who it was. And I have to go back, and it was from, I think, Tuesday, because it was the morning that I was like asking people for like ask me anything stuff. And somebody mentioned something that would be a really good top three. Anyway, you can find us all the, at all of those places. This week, we're discussing top three vacation locations. So I didn't qualify this. With anything, I didn't say you had to have been there or anything like that. So we can have some really interesting answers, results to this week. Who wants? Who who's willing to go first or wants to go first this time?
1: Yeah, I mean, I can I can start up. That's fine.
0: Nice. All right, Beard. What's your number three vacation location?
1: Well, to be honest, I haven't done a lot of travel myself, but I figured I would just go over this stuff that uh, at least I have been to and. Uh, have enjoyed for myself. So, just uh, top three for places I've visited. I guess you could say at that point. Um, my number three, though, has to at least get onto this list. Uh, it's it's definitely not quite as relaxing as it used to be, but uh, I went there every year when I was a child because it pretty well was a really easy place for the family to go to vacation, mm-hmm. uh, and it was also just really good to to get to know a little bit more about. Uh, American history and a few other pe- uh, pieces about like uh, our uh, yeah between American history uh, between foreign history uh, to know every little bits and piece that kind of like went into it uh, but that's Gettysburg uh, Gettysburg National Military Park is still one of the uh, one of my favorite places to just go to relax in a lot of ways uh, mostly because of the uh, the amount of information i kind of know of behind the place uh but also just because there are a lot of uh, uh for for me at least I, I like to look over monuments and whatnot to to at least kind of like know what's going on with troop movements uh to also know like what's going on with uh, how people were affected or how the war affected them etc uh i've been to a few different places like uh obviously Gettysburg, uh, Antietam, we did Fredericksburg, uh, Petersburg, and a few others. A lot of bergs. You don't, you don't really realize like how many bergs were fought in in the American Civil War, but uh, there were there were a lot. Uh, anyway, yeah, that's that's at least number three for me. That's uh, that's one of the the better places for me to just kind of go relax and have some fun memories when I was a when I was a kid.
0: Awesome blue.
2: Uh number 3 for me honestly uh is similar to Beards is a place that we went uh growing up we went every year uh would be SS Park. Uh Essis Park. Yay! Yeah, it's it's seriously one of um it's gorgeous. It's it's a beautiful place and it's you know super super relaxing. Um, and it's just, I have a lot of fond memories of the summer cabin that we would often stay at growing Mm -hmm. up. And so just like wanting to share that with my own, my own family, uh, really is just something that, you know, has been kind of on my mind, but yeah, I mean, that that's definitely, I would feel remiss if I didn't have that on the list.
0: Estes Park is probably one of my favorite places to go. I, I currently live about an hour from Estes, and so on the weekends, Julie and I, when we're driving around, that's kind of where we end up going a lot of the times, just because of how pretty it is, and it's really neat to be on top of the world at thirteen thousand feet. Uh, when you yeah, go all I was about to say because
2: it's it's yeah, it is. I think the height isn't it the highest? Is that uh, it what is, is that, the Pikes highest Peak? road? Pikes Peak, right.
0: No, Pikes Peak's down by Colorado Springs. Um, okay,
2: okay, but Pikes Peak is the highest, right? Isn't that the yes? Okay,
0: but the road it, that you drive through in Estes when you go through Rocky Mountain National Park is the highest elevation road in the U.S.
2: And then, speaking it's speaking of there. that, actually, Estes Park is like it, it's it's butted up against the Rocky Mountain National Park, and that yes. as that as a kid growing up was just, I mean, it, it was awesome. Because it's really it's cool. Just, I mean, Rocky National Park is just—it's it, just an amazing, amazingly well put together area.
0: Hmm. But yeah, that is definitely—it's not one of my favorite vacation spots necessarily because I've never technically vacationed there. But it is one of my favorite places to go. Mine is actually, I think, a little bit more closer to beards than yours was because my number three is Washington D.C., and I got to go there. When I was in college with my college choir and we sang, um, on the white house lawn, which was kind of nice. cool. Um, so, didn't get to see the president. It would have been George Bush at the time, George Bush jr. But did get to sing there and hang out in the mall and everything. It was really uh, neat.
2: Tourist, tourist point for DC. If you go to DC, the requirement that I have always told people is you have to go to the Holocaust museum. Yes, Um, and just simply out of like both respect and just as a way to educate yourself of what exactly, you know, what it what that was all about.
0: And now I'm blanking on the name of the cemetery. Um, Um, Arlington, Arlington, you should really go to Arlington. Technically, Arlington is not in D.C. It's its own little city next to it, smashed up against it. But you really should go there. I made a mad dash while I was there to be able to see that
2: pens is calling out a Vietnam Memorial as well. There, there's a lot, there's a lot of memorials, but I mean, up, up, I, I will be completely honest. Like I went to the Holocaust museum as a kid and I still can remember vividly what I experienced there. You know, what, what's that like 20 years later now? Yeah. I I mean, it, 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 it's something that sticks with you. And that's the point really. And I mean, that's, that's the point of it.
0: If there's something that you want to go to, that is not, there's plenty of science museums. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. also library Congress. There's like, there's really deep stuff you can go and do. That is per, like, there's so much of that kind of thing there, but there's also all the different Smith Smithsonians. Um, I did get to go to air and space, which was cool. Nice. But yeah. DC is a ton of fun. There's no no limit to how many different things you can go and see there. Tip, though, do not drive. (laughs) Because they have lanes that switch directions halfway through the day based on traffic. So if you do not want to be really confused as to what the heck is going on, do not drive. Ride the bus in or ride the subway in, and you'll be okay. Okay beard what's your number
1: two uh number two is gonna actually be when i visited my sister in california and that was to san diego uh i really i i don't know what it is about san diego because i've been to and granted i've i've never been to a western a west coast uh city before that mm-hmm uh but i i do not like new york i do not like philadelphia uh i
0: philly I is do, dirty
1: yeah yeah uh, i i i don't necessarily like tampa that much either
0: mm-hmm. i agree uh, with
1: that but the there's just something about san diego that uh it just felt like it was a little bit more inviting uh and though there are tall buildings that are around you of course especially like downtown around the uh around the convention center which is what i was primarily there for because it was uh, comic-con time um the biggest thing that uh, i just liked about it was like the way that everybody was very uh generally speaking everybody was very nice everybody was very uh welcoming but you could go to a place and there there would be places that just felt like they weren't that noisy uh it didn't really feel like a city necessarily uh so that was one thing that was very off putting about going to it. Uh and of course there's there's the nightlife and everything like that too. It felt like it was a felt like it was definitely alive. Uh um, mm-hmm. so I I I appreciate San Diego quite a bit. Uh I would actually love it if I could go back and visit uh at one point or another. Uh but yeah, that's that's definitely my my number two. Uh I was I was also able to breathe out there. Um very different from East Coast air because, for some reason, I didn't have sinus problems.
0: That's we'll interesting.
1: Yeah, uh, it's completely different out there. Like I, with I, I didn't expect that. Like the dry heat was going to feel that way for me, uh, but it was much nicer for my head uh, than anything else I've had to experience. Like I friggin hate the East Coast now because of the fact that I can barely breathe. And I keep thinking about how it was on my visit at my sister. And I'm like, Oh my God, I can, I can actually breathe and I can sleep right. And there's no problems with me. Everybody says like, go to Florida when you get older. No, I'm going to move out West. Forget it. I'm going to move out West when I get older.
0: (laughs) Nice. Blue. Number two for you.
1: My
2: number two is Italy. Um, I actually lived in Italy for 6 months and just especially I out of Rome and um it was probably like one of the best like we we were over there for school and I just have really fond memories of that area uh, especially Rome and Orvieto just you know simply kind of going back to what we were talking about with DC about having so much stuff to just do uh you I mean you literally could spend your entire life in Rome and not see the whole place, which historically makes sense uh given what you know all went on in that city but it's just an it's an amazing area um it's just it's an awesome awesome place in my mind but yeah so that would that would be my number two
0: nice mine is really low key compared to both of yours um because my number two is actually Uh, related to family, because I didn't do a lot of vacationing growing up. And if you notice, my number three was like a college trip Mm -hmm. with my choir. So my my number two is, even to this day, when we go on vacation, a lot of times we end up vacationing near family just because of finances and whatnot, because it's always, it's cheaper to, to vacation near family. And you get to see them, so it's kind of like a double whammy. But my number two is Eufala, Oklahoma, which is a tiny, tiny town in Oklahoma, about an hour south of Tulsa, and it is a lake town. There's a um, Eufala Lake, which is down there, and it is a very large, winding, lots of different like ins and outs lake that I I learned how to um, wakeboard on and. I've done jet skiing on it, fishing, I've done um, poker runs, which is kind of a fun thing to do because you do you normally hear about poker runs being a motorcycle thing where you drive from place to place and you pick up your card and then at the end you see what hand you have well, you do the same thing on a lake and this lake is big enough you go from marina to marina and you turn in or you pick up cards and then you turn them in at the end and see what hand you got and it's just a way to kind of cruise the lake in the afternoon. But I, my grandpa lives down there currently. And he is somebody who's kind of been always a major part of my life. And I like to go and visit him. He's funny. He reminds me of Sean Connery. And he, yeah, he is the reason that that is my number two for vacation spots. All the way down in Eufaula. There's not a whole lot to do besides go to the lake and spend time there. But it's still good enough for me. Beard. We're down to number ones though.
1: Yeah. And first off, I got places that I'm mad about that I didn't get a chance to go. Uh, mm-hmm. the first is actually when my family went down to Florida, different time period, uh, and they went to the Kennedy Space Museum. Uh, very mad about that because I would have loved to have gone. Uh, so there's number one on that one. Uh, the second one is when my sister had a chance to go to Tokyo. Uh, would love to visit that uh she was also on okinawa island uh had a blast while she was over there she was there for 37 days dang Mm, i'm not jealous at all anyway Mm -hmm. uh but as far as my like uh number one would be i remember this one fondly from family as well but uh it was rhode island uh but it was a long time ago uh, okay I have been a when I say a long time ago, I mean I was seven eight, maybe that's the last time I've been uh but it was just nice to go there because it was a completely different climate uh and though there wasn't that much to do because we were up visiting family for the most part uh it was just nice to get up there and go someplace completely different in a way uh but even then, just like being around uh New England area is a very different experience of course from where it is here in mm-hmm. uh in PA uh Pennsylvania definitely is much warmer <laughs> than what Rhode Island was uh but granted that was like I said years ago so I don't know what global warming's done to it uh, anyway <laughs> the the biggest thing though is that just that it's a it's a beautiful area there's a lot of stuff that uh it felt more open and kind of alive in comparison, even what it was when I was a kid back then, uh, to how it was here in PA. Uh, and again, I don't know how it's it's progressed, but I do remember that one pretty well, and that was it was a lot of fun.
0: Nice. Road, that is one like state I've always kind of wanted to go to, mainly mm-hmm. because of how tiny it is and i don't know why i really want to go to it because it's tiny but it's always stuck out to me and it yeah
1: well you have the benefit that if you go up that way you can always go hop skip and a jump to massachusetts that's uh, true you've also got uh, connecticut up that way and really you have you have uh yeah you have vermont as well which isn't too far out besides uh so between the the couple the the few extra states that are like really close with the New England uh really helps, but it's the the coastal feeling of the way that Rhode Island is is definitely different from uh, most of the other areas in uh, in in New England area
0: okay blue what's your number one
1: uh Greece.
2: Uh, so while I was over in Italy, one of the places that we went was Greece and we did a tour of the, uh, the entire Island and, you know, Athens, Delphi, all the, all the big spots there. And that's actually where I got engaged. Uh, so to have a chance to go back there and just kind of relive some of that. And then also just because that, that country is really pretty. Um, it's, it's just super, at least when we were there, it was super relaxing um and just really something that you can really get into not being caught up with a lot of the the insanity of the the internet and everything like that cuz they don't really they don't really care. I mean, that's a lot of the areas that we were in when we were over there was a lot of um uh, smaller town areas especially. Uh so that's just some again some fond memories there. But yeah, that's that's my number one is going back and kind of getting to revisit the the road that we traveled while we were over there.
0: Mm. There's a lot of places I want to go in Greece and Italy in general are like, Greece and Italy, I'm saying in general, are kind of the two on the tops of my list that Ital- I'd like to Italy,
2: know. I mean like Italy to kind of go off that, Italy has some of the most like diverse areas, like it really does. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, and it, in, in retro, like in, in big picture stuff, no, it's not like super diverse. Like you don't have like drastic climates or anything like that, but like culture wise, they, they have a lot of differences. Like, I mean, you have Pompeii, um, and Napoli and then, you know, Venice and Rome and, you know, there's just like, it, it's just completely different attitudes all, altogether. together. Um, and I, I mean, again, going back to, I'm, I'm when i when i travel i don't tend to like go out of like when when we travel i tend to kind of locate my area and then stick within it so like when we were in rome that was really nice because rome is one of those areas when you're vacationing or when you're living there you can literally walk the same like six blocks every day for months and find something new like nice. every, every single time like i mean and and that was really just really cool. Uh, one of the favorite stories that I have from Italy is when we were out there, uh, our, we have a, We had actually had a campus out in Dusante and we would have to take the bus into the city yeah. uh, whenever we needed to go into the city. And there was this big rock that we'd just all mm-hmm. sit there. Like, it was just a bench. Well, it was probably... Uh, 2 or 3 weeks into our time there and we realized that this rock was actually formerly a support of one of the aqueducts for Rome. And That's cool. Yeah, well, it yeah, it is, but then you have to also comprehend the fact that we were sitting we were using something that was older than the than the United States as a bench. I mean, like <laughs> this the 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 significance and the, I guess, let me rephrase that, the insignificance of our time on this planet kind of gets hammered home when you start realizing that there there are things that, you know, hum- humanity has designed that are two or three times as old as everything that we kind of take for granted. And like, right. re- that's just that that realization, just like, I mean, we got to do the Scavi tour, which is where you go um, into the catacombs underneath the Vatican, and like just historically, you know, learning all about that and actually seeing it and actually getting to, in some cases, touch it, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it just it just hammers that lesson home more than you can read it in a book. You can you know do all this stuff, but like uh, uh, Pins and I were chatting a little bit in in chat right now about Pompeii. Pompeii is very similar. You go to Pompeii and you just you you are. It's an entirely dead city. Like, it's, it's, you know, it's, there's nothing living there. Uh, it's an, it's a big tourist spot, obviously. And it's just, you walk through this place and they have, they have rebuilt some of it. They've also left some of it as they found it. And some of the stuff that they found were obviously the human remains from Vesuvius and just seeing the, the, uh, these remains on shelves. Like I mean they're they're basically pieces of pottery at this point. And it's just, you know, again, that that just that realization that really honestly we have been here for nothing more than the speck of a moment uh is just a very heavy heavy message and a heavy thing to kind of finally get kind of your hands around. So but yeah, that's that's my my number one to go back is Greece, uh, just simply because of the memories that I have of that area.
0: Nice, you know. Number, I think everybody's number ones are like tied into memories and whatnot, or just in the enjoyment. Because I mean, that's really what the vacation—what makes a vacation spot. It's not like what you're doing with it. It's literally like the memories that are made there. And mine's kind of similar to yours, in so much that I got married in my number one like the location and that is Manitou Springs, Colorado. Um, Julie and I got married in garden of the gods, which for those of you who may not know is actually free. You don't have to book anything for it. You can literally just show up and do that. And it's, it's kosher. Like they don't, they don't ask for anything. It is one of the few places in the United States that is remaining to it's private, And it's remaining free to the public to be able to use because of the sky's will, which is kind of cool. But Manitou is really fun. Um, A lot of my family was able to come up and spend that time with us. And we were able to hike and ended up moving to Colorado kind of because of how much in love we fell with Manitou and the environment around there. So that is my number one. Does anybody have any also rams? Because I know I do. I think Beard kind of uh, went into oh his.
2: God. yeah. I mean, I do, but we'd be here for a long time.
0: Name one also Rand.
2: Uh, Alaska. Really? Yeah. Okay. I'm a, I'm a loner. Uh, I don't like people in my normal <laughs> mode. And so Alaska is... First off, Alaska is freaking beautiful. Um, okay. It's super quiet and it is... Uh, I, I really find the entire climate up there very fascinating because it's, it's got the, uh, the, the jacked up, uh, day. So like you'll, mm-hmm. you'll go, you'll go like 12 hours or 14 hours of straight sun and then you'll turn around and, you know, I think that's like the six months. It's also like one of the, just like random trivia fact that I've always found interesting about Alaska. It's like one of the only place that like you get paid to live. By the government, like they basically are like, no, we're going to pay you because this place, this place is crazy. Um, I think that's just really interesting. Uh, And like, if you've ever been to Alaska, you'll you you'll quickly feel like realize why. Um, But it's yeah, it's just beautiful. Like it's just a really really. In my mind, it's just a re- from what I remember when I vacationed there before, and I was really little, so I don't really remember a lot, um, but again, <laughs> kind of that sentiment of just like seeing like the raw nature of of the the planet and just seeing kind of like, you know, what's going on and realizing, you know, your place in things.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean... You could always use the excuse that you're just going to see Anchorage, Alaska, because that's where Bob Ross lived. Yeah, but <laughs> the challenge is getting
2: to Anchorage, Alaska, because yeah. I mean, like, it's yeah. like, isn't
0: it a seafare? Like you can only get there by boat, type thing, boat or plane?
2: Uh, plane. If I remember, I I can't remember. There's there is I can't I don't remember if it's Anchorage, but there there is literally one area that like you can only fly in on uh. An amphibious like a sea plane. plane type? Like you yeah. have to fly. Like it's just it's, and it's crazy. It just i i. It's just a completely different way of life from everything that we're like you know in, in the in the. I know it's technically continental. Part of the con- I know it's technically yeah. part of the continental, but it's really kind of not. But like in especially in the Midwest area, and like the like we we just take so much stuff for granted. So for me, like vacation's really about like pushing kind of beyond that and seeing different lifestyles um oh wicked in chat says that they're from uh
0: fairbanks fairbanks
2: okay cool yeah i mean yeah and i and i have a couple friends who are up in alaska and it's just like talking to them it's just they're they're, i mean the way of life and they're like they just it's completely and utterly different and i think that's just fascinating I, i really just
1: think it's fascinating
0: do you have an also rand
1: i already gave the couple that i could think of um
0: which one would you say was would be your top out of those would, would it be uh, japan
1: probably but it would be more okinawa than tokyo i think okay. because okinawa would be more the uh a little bit closer to like what i would like to have seen of japan more mm-hmm. like the older style if you will uh but in the same, I could say that about uh, some other countries that are out there uh, that are similar, at least in the, you know the 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 Asianish vibe. Uh, okay. But I would I, I I think that Okinawa would be a little bit more top of the list.
0: I learned a Japanese word the other day because a friend of ours actually works for a travel an- agency. Yeah. But. That, that is few and far between and has nothing to do with the show. My also-rand... Don't ask me to say it on the show. That would be bad. Um, okay. My also-rand is uh, actually the same as Pins is number one. It is Sedona. Sedona is a kind of... It is a weird hippie-ish, but also Western-ish. Also lots of... Mm, odd metaphysical things it's just a cool weird town that when julie and i went on our first road trip together we both kind of just enjoyed the heck out of because every place we went there was live music and it was like all these retirees people playing guitar and it was adorable and fun and there's a place called slide rock which is a natural um water slide which is kind of cool it's a river water slide that is just this um, slate rock. And that would be my also Rand as far as that goes. Cause I I think if any place I could go to and retire, that might be the place, but I don't know. Hmm. But that is our top three uh, vacation spots. And actually Dolan was the one who mentioned, I think the top three that I was talking about earlier about Twitter. And I think that would be perfect for next week because that'll save the one I was going to do for the week after, which would be kind of Halloween themed. But this one is: if you were an action figure, what would be your top three? Um, top three accessories? What would come in the box with you if you were an action figure? So a little bit outside of the box for a top three for I next like week. That one, no, that one's cool. Yeah. His favorite magic helmet.
2: <laughs> that's like that's a really I like that. that that's a really yeah. Cool
0: one. I liked it a lot too. That's so. Thank you, Dolan, if you were the one who actually submitted that at first. Thank you so much. Um, again, you can reach out to us in all the different places: Twitter, Gmail, Discord. If you have creative ideas like that for top three, we love and we enjoy doing these. So hit us up there. And remember, everybody loves a list.